Hey, I hope you're having a great day today. Welcome to Daily Dose. Hope you join us today as we dive into scripture and we take a look at what God's word has to say for us today. How are you doing today? It is May 7th and welcome to Daily Dose. Today's going to kind of be a shift, I should say, for our daily doses. I'm going to attempt to draw theologically as much as I can out of the out of the book of Isaiah. Now, these might be a little longer than usual, but I'm not I'm going to admit that I'm not going to be able to do everything. There's so much from the book of Isaiah that we can draw out, and I'm going to be passing through as much and as quickly as possible. So if you have to listen to this a couple times, or maybe you just have to go back and you have to just kind of stop and think, and I just want to encourage you to read through the book of Isaiah on your own. Because while it is a very long book, it really splits itself into two sections. It has kind of what we would consider an Old Testament section and a New Testament section. And just break it into pieces because it really is one of those foundational books of the Bible that we truly have to understand. So today what we're going to talk about is, interestingly enough, how God cleanses the sins in our lives and calls us to service. If you have your Bibles, open with me to Isaiah 6 and begin reading with me in verse 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim. Each had six wings, and with two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundation of the threshold shook. And the voice of him who is called to the house of, is filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, for I am lost. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of the people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the king, of the, the, king the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a burning coal, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? And then I said, Here am I. Send me. Wow. (laughs) There's so much that is great in this passage. We... We think we think of Isaiah as the Lord's mouthpiece to the nations. And we see that Isaiah experiences this unforgettable encounter with the Lord at the onset of his ministry. He was called to pronounce the woes upon the people. But we see that he had a life-changing event that we see here. But we see that the the God was still on his throne and in perfect control of everything. What we need to focus on is that God was still in control. And so as he saw God in this perspective, we need to understand that Isaiah saw himself. Isaiah was pronouncing woes upon the people. And in this moment, he 
pronounced woe upon himself. He said, woe is me. He said, I am just as sinful as all of these people. Woe is me, for I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the land of men of unclean lips. Isaiah can't rationalize with what is happening in this moment. And he is saying that he is in the land of unclean lips and that he he has he should have never uh, been where he is. We we could not approach the throne if it hadn't been been for the sacrificial system on the altar. We would have never been able to approach the throne at all. But we see here that God's majesty is complete. In fact. John Calvin wrote that men are never duly touched and impressed with a conviction of their insignificance until they have contrasted themselves with the majesty of God. That's exactly what's happening here with Isaiah. He's truly brought to an understanding of the woe in his life, of what he and his life is going through. And so what happened then is the seraphim, flew down with a coal and he touched his lips. Now, I don't know if you know this, but the lips are one of the most sensitive areas on the body. They have a lot of nerves in them. That's why it hurts when we bust our lip or when we bite our lip or when we, when we do something to our lip, it hurts. Have you ever noticed if, if you ever get a fever blister or cold sore or something on your lip, how it just annoys you? And you can't really ever stop thinking about it because all of those nerve receptors that are on your lips. Well, what's interesting here is the seraphim flew down with this burning hot coal that he took from the, from the, from the fire, from the altar. And he touched it to Isaiah's lips. And he says, your guilt is taken away and your sin is atoned for. In this moment, Isaiah is forgiven all. He's saying that I am the man of the unclean lips. I am the man who dwells among the man of unclean lips. He says in that moment, you've been forgotten. But he saw a need also in this. Through his forgiveness in verse 8, the Lord said, who shall I send and who will go for us? And Isaiah answered the call and said, here am I, send me. Is that our attitude when we respond to God? Is that truly our attitude? I want to invite you today to allow God into the sensitive areas in your life. Just as the lips of the sensitive areas for Isaiah and the coal touched it, I want to invite you to invite God into the areas that you wouldn't even tell your grandmother about. That you would just, you'd say, well, Pastor Clay, this is mine. I don't need to let go of this. Invite God into those areas and see if he doesn't begin breaking down walls. See if he doesn't begin changing things around. See if he doesn't begin to move into work in a mighty way. I hope you have a fantastic day today. And I hope that you answer the call. When God says, who are we going to send? You will stand and say, here am I. Send me. Hope you have a great day and I will see you tomorrow.